We were less than one day away from the 2014 MLS season. This is the SBI Show. I am Garrett Cleverly. With me, as always, is Ivis Galarsep. Are you counting down the hours, my man? Absolutely. The MLS season is just around the corner, and I cannot wait. Yeah, me too. I'm just excited to talk about games. and we, We've talked about that, and, and we finally did our East preview. We did our West preview. Today, we're going to announce all the awards, but, I mean, more importantly... I just want to watch some games. I want to see how some of these teams do. I want to see Toronto. I want to see Philadelphia. I want to see D.C. I mean, they're on the East, but I mean, I want to see all these teams. I want to see how they perform this year with, with all of these off-season movement that a lot of these teams did. I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun season this year. Right. It's going to be an unpredictable season. Uh, so many uh, makeovers, so many roster shakeups, coaching changes. We mm-hmm. have a whole new crop of coaches coming in. Uh a lot of inexperienced coaches, and uh, some of them are going to do well. Some of them are going to be like Caleb Porter and Mike Petke, and others are not going to do so well, and they, they might go the way of uh, you know guys like Martin Rennie, uh, who, you know, Marco Schalabam, who come in, you know, well, not that he was inexperienced, but guys who came into the league and lasted a year, maybe two years, and then boom, they're gone. And here's the game plan for today's show. Ivis and I are going to offer our predictions for the upcoming season, the MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and all that stuff. And we're also going to preview all the upcoming games this weekend. Ivis will be on the road, so I'm, I'm sure he'll talk about his road trip again. If you want to meet up with him and buy him, I believe it's a Cosmopolitan or a Sex on the <laughs> Beach is his favorite drinks. Um, if anyone wants to listen to our East preview, that was show 118. Our West preview was show 119. Uh, go ahead and take a listen to those. Ivis and I uh, spent a couple minutes on each team, broke them down, went through their offseason uh, movements, and, and, and Ivis and I kind of preview their upcoming season. Before we get into Major League Soccer uh, talk, Ivis, we need to talk a little bit about the Americans abroad front. Uh, first and foremost, Eric Lehigh, Ivis, reports are coming out that he could miss uh, up to a month due to his latest injury setback and and look this is a guy that wasn't called up to the Ukraine friendly but you know outside chance looking in getting injured here it's not looking good for him for a spot to Brazil I mean this injury looks like it could be that final nail in the coffin for Eric Lehigh it definitely doesn't look good and uh it's unfortunate because he was having such a good season at Nottingham Forest he was a regular starter on a very good Nottingham Forest team a league championship side that they're going to be in the promotion playoffs most likely uh, but he's dealing with what is apparently a hernia issue, sports hernia issue, and he's probably going to have to have surgery. If he has a surgery, he's going to be out for a month, and that'll push him into mid-April. Not much time after that for him to get back in the mix, but who knows? You know, I mean, if he gets back in there, gets some games, maybe he plays in the promotion playoffs, and then if they get promoted to the Premier League, then who knows, right? I mean, maybe he could he could still make that push, but right now it's tough. It's going to be tough, but I'll tell you what, it doesn't hurt him that Edgar Castillo flamed out uh, against Ukraine and, and the fullback pool continues to be pretty thin. Yeah, that's it, I, I think there's other options over Eric Lehigh, but look, it's having an Eric, excuse me, having a healthy Eric Lehigh is better than an injured Eric Lehigh in case someone gets injured, you know, like a Jeff Cameron or Brad Evans, so on and so forth. Uh, speaking of more injuries, Ivis, uh, unfortunately, Stuart Holden suffered another injury setback. And I mean, can't can't the guy just catch a break or something it's it's heartbreaking it really is we don't know the extent of the injury just yet and it's it's really it it really seems like uh we're not going to know for a little bit here uh he's he he was injured and he was his first game his first kind of rehab game uh uh, with uh i think it was the bolton u21s and everton u21s he gets out there uh, and then he he gets hurt. He gets hurt again after like twenty something, twenty plus minutes. He he has to come out, limps off. 
Uh, now he's headed back to the U.S. to to get his knee checked out by the surgeon who who performed the, the ACL surgery. Uh, and it's a heartbreaker, you know. And 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 this is exactly why I've been telling people like, you know, take it easy with all the talk about rushing him back for the World Cup and. And, and and all that it's like let the guy just do let him deal with what he's dealing with and 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 now here he is again another setback and i gotta say as as, as heartbreaking and devastating as it is it's it's absolutely inspiring to hear his state of mind about it because uh dougie friedman the bolt manager was quoted as saying you know he had dinner with holden after the after the incident and and, and holden's just whole attitude was like listen you know it, you know i'm gonna go get it checked out and if it's the best case scenario i'll be back training soon and if it's a worst case scenario i'll be back training for preseason and and that that's his mindset he has not been broken through all of these injuries that he's had and he still hasn't been broken the guy is just an inspiration mentally uh, just a mental giant that a, a mental just his his ability to fight through these things and not let them break him I mean, it's an inspiration, and and you know, knock on wood. Hopefully, he goes, and it's not serious. Uh, but if it is serious, and he has to miss another stretch of time, uh, you know, it, it, people are still going to root for him because he's easy to root for because the guy does not quit. That's exactly right, and that's why you just kind of hope he catches a break. And and I just want to see him play. I, I mean, national team. I at this point, I think that ship sailed for him. He's he's getting older, but for me, I just want to see him on the field because a couple months. I mean, I can't. When, when was he played? But almost a year ago. I mean, when he was healthy, Ivis, he looked outstanding, and and he and he's a great player. You you just hope that he can get to that. And I don't know if he'll ever get to that level again. But more importantly, I mean, I just want to see him on the field at any level at this point. Right. I mean, you know what? I just, like. For me, I just think like just when it, the way I approach the Holden situation is, I I just don't think about him playing at all. Like let him just let him deal with it. You know, there's other things to pay attention to, other things to watch. If if and when he comes back, then you watch him play, then you enjoy him and you appreciate him and you you see him get back to that point. But anything before that, don't waste your energy. Don't and don't don't you know put it out there. Don't don't put the the ideas of oh he'll be back with Bolton he'll be in the Premier League again soon he'll be in the World Cup it'll be all, all these other things it's like let the guy get to step two and three before you put him on step eight nine and ten you know he's been through so much and then and and when when people put these expectations on the guy it just makes it that much more devastating when he has a setback I mean it's devastating either way but I just think people need to just relax with this whole this, this rush to get him back it's like he's dealing with a lot of issues right with the with these injuries so. Who knows? Who knows if he'll ever make it all the way back, right? But I tell you what: if anyone can get through this stuff, it's him. Just because he has shown over and over, he has a, the resolve and just the self belief and and the, the just the mental fortitude to keep fighting through these things. It's, it's an inspiration. No, it is, and it's that's why you just want to see him on the field at, at any level. Uh, all right, Ivis. Now, now, time to start the SBI show 2014. MLS prediction show. As I said, the East previews on episode 118, the West previews on episode 119. This is where Ivis and I are going to announce who we're going to think is going to win the MLS Cup, uh, MVP, and all that good stuff. I think we should start off, Ivis, with with Rookie of the Year, with all these newcomers coming up and and providing big-time minutes and big-time goals for a lot of teams. We should start off with Rookie of the Year. So, do you want to go first, or do you want me to name the rookie? You go. You go ahead. You can. You can pick your. I already made my predictions for Goal.com. Uh, so you can check them out there. So I, I'm already, 
I'm already locked into my prediction. So okay, you well, right I'm going to say my rookie of the year is Harrison Ship, the uh, home the Chicago Fire, the homegrown player. Signed him to a contract. I mean, if he was in the draft, Ivis, he would have been one of the top picks in the draft. And for me, he is the 2014 rookie of the year. Way to steal my pick. Well, I mean, what, <laughs> who, who, who am I going to pick? I mean, it's not like the draft was like full of, filled with ballers or anything like that. I mean, Harrison Ship's a great player. Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a pretty easy pick. Uh, this year's class of newcomers, this year's class of rookies, and and we're talking draft picks and homegrown players. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty light group. It's a group that you know I, I think you'll see in maybe t- two years from now, three years from now, you'll you'll see some players really emerge from it. But as far as guys who are going to make impacts in year one, there just aren't that many. And Harrison Ship's one of the few that I think is can come in, make an impact, earn himself a starting job. Uh, get some playing time, and uh, he's you know he's a dynamic player. He he, he can he create chances. He can he create his own chances. Set set his teammates up. Mm-hmm. He can hit. He can he, he's a you know set piece specialist as well. So I, I like his chances a lot to to get some playing time in Chicago and make some things happen. As far as other rookies that I like, I mean I, I've mentioned him before, Tommy Thompson. He's still young though. You know he's eighteen, nineteen. He's really young, but I'm telling you, this kid is special. This kid's dynamic. And, you know, who who knows how long it'll take San Jose to integrate him into the system and get him uh, acclimated and, and start really using him. Maybe it doesn't happen this year, but I, I can tell you right now, if you want to write names down for the players who are going to come out of this particular draft and really blossom, I'd absolutely put my money on Tommy Thompson being the, being one of the stars of this group down the road. Uh, moving up to most improved, Ivis, so I'll, I'll let you go first with this one. Most improved. That's a tough one, man. I gotta think about it. I gotta think yeah, I know. about. It. I've been thinking too on this one for for a while because every time I think of someone, I'm like, nah, I don't like that name. Like, I'm kind of all over the place with most improved. You know, I, I kind of want to see everyone improve. So, <laughs> but that can't happen. Well, you know, you know yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got me on that one. I had, you know, and this this the, what's funny thing is like this is actually my like. For for those who 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 haven't who don't know by now, like for me, the comeback player of the year award by the the MLS award comeback player, I just think it's a it's just a, such a convoluted award, and half the time people win it, and you're like, why are they winning it? Like, and I mean, I, there's even been times when the person who's won it's been like, why did I win? I don't know why I won it. I shouldn't have been a comeback player. I played last year. Like, so so for me. You know, I would get rid of comeback and I would make newcomer. I would make most improved player an award, and it should be an award because you know there's something to be said for that. And I get, I get the whole overcoming adversity, uh, dealing with an injury or dealing with you know a disease. Uh, you know, I mean, you know that we've had that we've had that in the past as well, obviously. But I don't know. For me, just give me newcomer. Me, give me most improved, and, and that that just rewards a player. For taking that major step in their in their careers, so uh, there's a there's a quite a few candidates uh, most improved. I, you know what? I'm gonna go. Kel, I'm gonna say Kellen Rowe. Kellen Rowe had a good season last year, but I, and, and he's improved step by step. But I think he could really, really light it up this year. Um, I'm gonna say Nick Dillion. I'm gonna say he is most improved. That that's my pick for this year. Well, I'll tell you what, if we had comeback player, he could be in that. He could be in the mix for that. He's, I, uh, I don't like comeback player because it's if a guy's injured and he comes back and has a good season, I, I, don't, I don't like I like most improved. Most improved well, see, so here's my thing, right? For most improved, I don't know if you can count De Leon because De Leon was really good as a rookie. So he's and how are you going to count up? Kellen Rowe? Kellen Rowe was great last yeah, year. That's I guess. What, see, All right. We're nitpicking here. We're nitpicking. 
No, you're right. You're fair. That's fair. Our picks are fine. Kellen Rowe and Nick DeLeon, they're fine. You, right. you just gotta pick your. You just gotta pick your. You know your guys from your area. We of course, man. I gotta pick the AZ boys. Uh, newcomer <laughs> of the year, Ivis. Uh, I feel like this is a cop out, but I'm just gonna say Jermaine Defoe. I mean, I. I oh, what like a shock! I, I feel like it's pathetic that I'm picking that, but let me go out on a limb and take the fifty million dollar guy. Yeah, I? well, you know what? I mean, if he scores twenty goals, he's newcomer of the year. What's your pick? Uh, I am going to go with Gaston Gata Fernandez, the Portland Timbers. I'm going to give them a newcomer of the year for the second year in a row. For those who don't remember, last year I picked Diego Valeri mm-hmm. to be newcomer of the year, and obviously that worked out. This time around, I tell you what, Fernandez, and, and the reason I like him is because, I mean, A, he's a quality player, technical player. He can score. He can set teammates up. But you plug him into that system in Portland, and he is going to have a field day. Put him in there with Valeri, Max Arruti. Darlington Nagby, you know, Rodney Wallace when he comes back, Steve Zakawani, Shilo Shuma. I mean, come on. It, it, Portland is just going to be a juggernaut, and I think he is going to thrive in that system. Is there anyone else that's kind of a, not a marquee name that 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 you are kind of, you know, you kind of piqued your interest, some guy that you're going to go, oh, okay, I'll pay attention, more little attention to him than, than oh, there's the a, marquee guys, you know? i tell you what, I, I really I really like the pickups that a lot of teams have made. I, th- I think the sense you get, the sense I get, mm-hmm. is that teams are doing a better job uh, of, of maximizing uh, the money that there's – more, there's more money to spend now uh, for teams now. Uh, uh, you know, the salary cap's gone up. Uh, you know, you, you have the designated player slots, the young desi- designated player slots. So teams have more wiggle room. Teams have more resources to hit that international market. And go get some, go find some good talent. So for me, like there's quite a few guys. Uh, uh, Morales, the playmaker for Vancouver, uh, I think he could. He's right there. I think he could. He is. I mean, if you ask me for my top three uh, as far as uh, newcomers, I'd say he's in that conversation. Uh, I think my, uh, I think uh, Noguera mm-hmm. for Philadelphia Union uh, coming over from. Uh, Coming over from the from the French league, he's a quality quality uh, midfielder who could thrive there. Uh, so so I think those guys. And just to just to clarify, folks, Michael Bradley he played in MLS before. He's not a newcomer. Maurice Adu played in MLS before, not a newcomer. Michael Parker's played in MLS before, not a newcomer. So before you go, you know, asking about any of that, those are not newcomers. Newcomers, I'd say Morales at Vancouver. Uh, Noguera uh, with Philly, and I tell you what, uh, Giancarlo Gonzalez, Columbus Crew, Costa Rican center back, quality, quality center back, one of the better center backs in Concacaf, one of the more un- more under the radar guys. But anyone who has followed the Concacaf, uh, you know, World Cup qualifying, uh, and, and has followed the other teams in the region, uh, he can play. So he he's gonna he's gonna absolutely help uh, Columbus have. A much improved defense. Uh, moving up to coach of the year, Ivis, who do you have? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, based on our picks, right? You know, everyone heard our picks uh, yesterday uh, or in our last few episodes for, for the upcoming season. I'm going to have to go with Oscar Pereja. You know, he he's going to move. For me, I have him moving Dallas in. To the into the playoffs in the Western Conference, and and that's no that's not gonna that's no easy feat. I mean, I think, you know, if he can help turn things around there, uh, he I think he'll deserve that credit. And obviously, you know, we I, you know I have Philly and I have Toronto as as potential playoff teams, but again, if you're you know Toronto spent you know a ton of money, so it, it, Ryan Nelson I'm sure will get Coach of the Year consideration, especially if they have like you know a top two f- uh, finish in the East or something like mm-hmm. that. But for me, I think Oscar Pereja. He did a great job in Colorado, and he was for me. He was actually Coach of the Year 
up until like the final month of the regular season, and then Columbus fell, off, Colorado fell off, and Portland just just kept going, mm-hmm. uh, and then Bikela Porter beat him out, and then but I tell you what, Oscar Preha, you put him on FC Dallas, and I, I just for me he's a better coach of Sullivan Hyman. You're gonna see the difference, and and I think he's gonna have a really big impact on that team. Uh, my pick is uh, good friends of the show, John Hackworth. I think he finally gets. Well, I don't think he he finally got the pieces that he wants. This is the team. That he's brought together, uh, the disaster that he picked up is no longer there anymore. And uh, I, I, look, I, I'm high on the Union this year. I, he is my coach of the year, Ivis. Uh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick because I tell you what, it's it, it, for me, it's gonna go, it's gonna go one of two ways in, in Philly. It's either gonna work out great, mm-hmm. and and the pieces are gonna fit. Hackworth's gonna make the right moves and put the right lineup together, and they roll and they get into the playoffs. They're a top three team. Or things could go badly, and, and 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 he doesn't quite figure out how to make the pieces fit. I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to figure it out. Uh, but it's definitely make or break for Hackworth. I mean, he's got to get it done. So the pressure's on him, and he's not the only coach you could say that for. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of them. And I and I, I almost wanted to say Jay Heaps, but I, you, no, you expect you expect New England to be good this year. I don't want to give it. And it's like saying like, oh, like Ziggy Smith. Okay, we expect Seattle to be good. Philadelphia, right? You well, don't well you know what? That, you know. It's interesting because Jay Heaps, you know, he probably should have got more consideration last year. He should have. Uh, uh, but the, you know what it is? It's 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 the the fact that New England was kind of they didn't they had a strong finish and, and they kind of jumped up from being kind of a team you didn't know if they'd even be in the playoffs to yeah. a team who ended up all the way in third in third place. So, you know, by that point, people had already voted. They were, already, you know, people, votes were already in, right, by then, I think. So so I don't think people really had a sense of, of the job that he did. But I think if you, if you had done Coach of the Year voting mm-hmm. after the season, I think, I think he, he would have got much more consideration. Once you had a chance to see them in the playoffs, you saw how New England pushed Sporting Kansas City, uh, the way he has those guys going. But you know what? I tell you what, if New England ends up number one in the East, or number two, then you have to you have to think Jay Heaps. You have to consider him because even with the talent there, he's still what he's still the guy that has to make it all work. That's no, that's exactly true. Uh, goalkeeper of the year, Ivis. Who do you got? I'm gonna go with Jaime Pinedo, Los Angeles Galaxy. Uh, you know, for for what he showed just in the small sample size when he came in the second half of last season, I think he showed why he's long been considered one of the better goalkeepers in the Concacaf and. And the guy's quality. I mean, he he he's he's really sure-handed. He's got the cat-like reflexes to make the quick, you know, reaction saves. And he and, he, and he's and he's a vocal guy. He all keeps things organized. And obviously, you know, with LA's defense, it's not like he's going to get bombarded. It's not like he's going to face Dan Kennedy-like barrages on a regular basis, like like Kennedy and she was going to say. But he's going to have to make some big saves, and I think he's going to make those big saves. And 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 when you have him for an entire season. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna put up some good numbers. I'm gonna go with Nick Romando. Uh, I mean, one of the best goalkeepers, personally for me. I mean, he's gonna be going to the World Cup as that number three spot. It, it's he just continues to amaze me what he does every single year. And I mean, he's never won the award. I, I think this is the year Ivis that he finally takes home the goalkeeper so, of the so, award. So you, are, you, are you just gonna pick all Arizona slash RSL guys? Is That's that what not you're even do? true? I, I just picked John Hackworth <laughs> as my coach of the year uh, and Harrison Ship as my rookie. Totally different. Uh, <laughs> Watch here. You ready for my defender of the year? My defender of the year, Ivis, is Matt Beasler. Okay, there's no connection to Arizona. Are we also like right there? 
<laughs> no, nah, well, that's a chalk pick, man. That's an easy pick, and okay, that's fine. actually then, that... then, then, then you pick someone else because I know you picked Matt Beasler, so you give me someone else then. See, you know I picked. See, there you go. You know I picked Beasler, so you stole my pick. <laughs> you, I, I'm, I'm sensing a trend here. I I'm stole. Have... I stole 98 of everyone's pick. <laughs> there you go. No, I, you got to go with Beasler. Uh, you know, he for me is the best. He's best defender in the league. And, and I think this is going to be a year where he really puts it all together. Uh, you know, he, you, you've got the World Cup, and obviously, the, you know, the World Cup doesn't factor in. But I just think the experience that he's going to gain from that is going to help him grow even more. He's been given the captain's armband now at Sporting Kansas City. It's his team now, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just mature. You know, he the experience of 2013 and everything that he went through is only going to help him. It's only going to help him. It's helped him gain confidence. It's helped his game, just the experience of playing on the international level and playing so many games against higher-level competition. It's it's going to just only make his game grow. And, and I think people now are fully aware of just how good he is. Uh, golden boot, Ivis. This is an interesting one because you have a couple guys who finished with a lot of goals last year who I don't think they're going to score that many goals this year. So uh, who do you got? Yeah, am I picking first? Oh, yeah, you can go ahead. Or do you want me to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'm, I'll let you pick for because I, I, I'm pretty sure you're not going to pick who I'm picking. So if you happen to pick that person, then I, I'll know there's a conspiracy. No, I, I know who you picked. But my person for for, that, for the Golden Boot. Wait a minute. I'm going to say, wait, wait, I'm gonna wait, say wait, Ro- Robbie Keane is my pick this year. That is such a chalk pick. And it, and it's a smart – you know what? It's a smart pick. He, if, you're, if, if Vegas cared enough about MLS that to put odds on Golden Boot, Robbie Keane would be the odds-on favorite. He, and actually, it would be – you know, I'm going to Vegas in a week and a half, and that was the first thing I was going to do. I was going to go to Sportsbook and see if I could maybe lay down some MLS bets. <laughs> well, you know, I think, I, I'm going to. No, there, there, go there, there are casinos that take bets on MLS Cup champion. I know that. Um, well, I, hey, I you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll know do some. I'll do some uh, on 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 location reporting. We'll, we'll see how how good of a journalist I am. You know, we, I can report back to Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, you're not gonna write that off, buddy. Well, I'm also gonna be I'm also gonna be in Vegas on St. Patty's Day, so I might be a little I might I might not remember yeah. what's going on. Blackout, team blackout, right yeah. there. That's a blackout moment for you. <laughs> uh, no, but let's get. So wait a minute before I even give my pick. Did you read the Goal.com predictions story already? Did you read you? Did you really look at my picks already? Yeah, I already know. What you uh, why did you do that? Oh, come on, because I was curious. Oh, that's cheating, man. No, that's not. so it's cheating. cheating. It's not cheating. Yeah, at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, all right. So, as you know, my pick. So, see, I was going to surprise you with my pick, but now you already know. So I can act surpri- I can be surprised. Here, well, nah, why don't okay. you say your pick, and I'm going to go. Really, Ivan? So you say it. Here, <laughs> we'll act it out. Ready? Ready? Scene. Ready? Are- Three, two, one. Action. Well, Garrett, you know, my pick is a little <laughs> bit of a surprise. I am going with Jack McInerney. No go way. Go. Really? <laughs> yes. Can you believe it? No, I no. can't believe it. Here, here's the thing, right? So I, so you know, I sat down, I looked at who were all the guys who scored the big numbers last year, mm-hmm. and you know, for me, you know, Mike McGee, I don't see him putting up those numbers again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Devayo, he can put up numbers, but I don't think he's going to finish on the top. Camillo's not in the league in, in in the league anymore, and and as of right now, he doesn't, he's not getting paid either. Yeah. Uh, so you know, so uh, Robbie Keane is the is the kind of clear pick, you know. So the reason I didn't pick him was, you know, I, for me, I think Bruce Arena is going to find a way to keep keep Robbie Keane rested. I think he's going to try to limit his minutes a bit. And I think with the other forwards that are have joined the team, I think Robbie Keane can 
can, can focus on the creative aspect of his game because we've seen. I mean, he can score goals in bunches, but he can also set up his teammates. So I think from that standpoint, Robbie Keane, I think he'll put up numbers, but I think he could also be a guy who could be like a 14-goal, 14-assist guy, you know, something crazy like that. Um, but the reason I'm going with McInerney is because I know he finished I know he finished the year struggling last year. I know he pretty much tailed off after his, his national team call-up, and he, he really slumped to the finish. But the fact is, this kid can play. And this kid, he makes some of the best runs in the league. He's, the, he's one of the best in the league at, at, at reading defenses and making the right runs, making the smart runs, making the quick move to get in front of the defenders. He, he always creates chances. And even though last year he was struggling for that stretch, for that pretty long stretch, he was creating chances. He was getting into positions. He was missing chances, but he was getting there. And I think this year, now that he's had an offseason to kind of figure things out and, and, and kind of get mentally focused, I think things got to his head a little bit maybe. I think it all kind of – you know, he scored so many goals early on. He gets the national team call-up. And all this stuff before he even turned 21. So it was a lot to take in, and I think maybe it, it, it kind of distracted him and, and, and he lost focus. I think now with an offseason – he goes into the new season. He's focused. He's he's why he's older. He's wiser. And most importantly, Philly has revamped their midfield, mm-hmm. and their midfield is stacked now. And I, I tell you what, you want to talk about Nogueira? Nogueira, I think, is going to be a stud for them. The D- DP Maidana, he's quality as well. And then obviously you have Maurice Do. So for me, I think with the with the cast of characters they have to put around him. I think McInerney is going to thrive. Well, okay. I just want to point something out here for 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 everyone who thought McInerney didn't have a good year. He still finished eighth in the and he was he, he was number eight in, in well, I'm sorry tied for seventh in goal scored last year. Even though everyone even though he went up for what about two three month dry spell of not scoring a goal, still tied for seventh, scored twenty goals in a year and a half under John Hackworth. That's an excellent pick, Ivis. Uh, little little safe pick, but I mean that was a good pick. Still surprised me. It's <laughs> a safe pick. I tell you what, if you find me someone else that picks Jack McInerney, I'll, I'll shake that guy's hand. I don't think many people are going to take McInerney. Robbie, yeah. I think Robbie Keane is the chalk pick. Let's I think. It, well, I well no, I, I think Jermaine Defoe is the chalk pick. I don't know. Eh. I don't. I'm not. I'm not convinced he's going to put up huge numbers. I'm really not. Well, you know what? Watch it. I watch it be someone that we're not even even thinking of. Um, like Steve. Oh Zach, yeah, Steve, it's going to be. Watch, watch Steve Zakawani score the most. No, settle down. <laughs> we will. You know, someone. Hey, someone like Will Bruin. Will Bruin mm-hmm. is a good yeah, candidate, a good I think, as well. Uh, I think he could he could really crush it. Uh, yeah, you have to look at the teams. One, someone who I think a few weeks back I was thinking of is Max Rudy, because I tell you what, with those guys around him, with Valeri, Fernandez, and Nagby all around him, and mm-hmm. defenses focusing on all those guys, he could put up a big number. My, you know, the reason and one of the reasons I didn't really consider him by the end of it all mm. is he is such a feisty player he's a guy who 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 he's one of he, again he's he's kind of like steven lenhart in in the kind of guy who you love him he's if he's on your team you hate yep. him if he's not because he's physical he's always kind of he's chippy you know he he's he's getting in the people so I, the thing with him is I, I don't i'm not sure if max rudy is going to be able to stay healthy just because he's such a physical player so I, I think he's someone who will score goals but you know what it's going to be tough for him i think to play a full season uh mvp ivis who do you got uh i don't even remember who i picked but i think i remember i'm gonna say who i think i picked and you can correct me if i'm wrong no, I'll but tell I, you if you're wrong. uh I, I have to go with michael bradley 
Oh, you did not is pick that... him. You picked Robbie Keane. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Actually, uh, yeah. Michael Bradley's right there. For me, I think I don't. Uh, it'll be tough for as, as a first-year player. Uh, yeah. uh, well, not first-year player, but as a, in his first year back. Uh, but I think Michael Bradley's going to have a monster year. I think he's going to dominate. I think he's going to show the quality that he has. And, and and for those who heard one of our recent shows, I put him down for eight goals. Would that say 14 assists? Eight goals, 12, 14 assists. I think he's going to control things in the middle. But the, you got to go at Robbie Keane because he is – I mean, Robbie Keane, I mean, the guy is the best attacking player in the league. Uh, and like I said, I think he's going to put up, you know, some some number that we haven't seen before. I mean, I you know, I, I can remember Amado Guevara, you know, putting – you know, I can remember guys putting up 10 and 10. Uh, I think it's you know that's been done a few times, but you know I don't think anyone's done like fifteen and fifteen, and I could be wrong. But if 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 no one's done it, I think Robbie King could be the first to do that this year. Well, okay, if you mentioned fifteen fifteen, my MVP is going to be Diego Valeri. I mean, he comes in first year in the league. Ivis last year scores uh, scores ten goals, not just thirteen assists. I mean, he is an important piece for the Portland Timbers, and, and with the players they've they've brought in and, and added around there, another year under Caleb Porter. He, I I think he can get fifteen fifteen this year for he for me. He, you he's know my what? MVP. Nah, I don't know if he's gonna get fifteen. He's not gonna get fifteen. You know, he's not gonna. He he'll no. Hey, he could lead the league in assists, no doubt. I mean, again, did he lead last year? I don't remember. He he was right there, but he could he get he'll absolutely be able to lead the league in assists. But fifteen goals is a lot, especially when you're not taking the PKs. Will Johnson takes the penalties of Portland, so I think that's a little ambitious. I think you know if, if ten goals would be great for him because he's going to give you fifteen plus assists. Another thing to consider about Valeri is he takes such a beating uh, from opposing defenses that it's tough for him to stay healthy, and that and that that affected sure. him this year. So I, I think you always have to kind of you know look at that stuff as well. You know, is that guy going to give you big minutes? Because look, a, a guy who could put up huge goal numbers. Obafemi Martins. Obafemi Martins with the with with the team around him in mm-hmm. Seattle. We want to talk about Clint Dempsey, uh, Kenny Cooper, Lamar Nagel, Marco Papa, Brad Evans. I mean, man, look at all those weapons around him. But I mean, does anyone want to pencil him in to play twenty six plus games? Uh, you know, start twenty six games. Eh, it's tough. It's tough. The guy doesn't. The guy gets takes knocks. He gets hurt. So uh, you always have to kind of consider those things. Uh. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a good point. Um, I, I heard I heard he was lifting all off season. I guess that's what I heard. So I heard I heard he's coming in. You know, like he was. Was, was he lifting his wallet? I mean, um, come on, it's possibly. A... Um, uh, or his checkbook. I'm I'm not exactly sure. Uh, Supporter Shield, Ivis. I I think there's no way it's gonna come out of the East. I'm gonna say Portland Timbers with the Supporter Shield. Uh, I don't think you understand the concept of the Supporter Shield. I understand the concept of the Supporter Shield, and it's gonna be the Portland Timbers. Okay, here's the thing. Eastern Conference, uh, I, I just think Sporting Kansas City, they are so much better than the entire Eastern Conference that they're going to rack up the points. And even with Matt Beasler and and uh, Graham Zussi missing a chunk of time with, with the World Cup, I think that, you know, that could kind of balance things out. Uh, so, you know, Portland, absolutely my second pick. But I think Sporting Kansas City in the East, because they're going to have fewer games against the top teams in the league overall, I think that's why I'm going to give Sporting Kansas City the edge. And, they, and that's why, honestly, I think the Red Bulls got the edge last year over Portland is because they had more games against the weaker the, you know, the weaker teams and, and didn't have to play the powerhouses as often. Uh, so I'm going to go Supporter Shield to Sporting Kansas City. All right, MLS Cup, who you got there? Portland Timbers. And I got them too. Uh, 
Yeah, I think yeah, I don't I don't see them winning both uh, just cuz for like I said, I mean I mean you know what they could win both. I, 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 I it wouldn't shock me if they won both. But I just think, you know, playing in the Western Conference when you have LA, Real Salt Lake, uh and and Seattle, when you have to play all those teams, you know, when you're talking about combined however nine times, um it's just tough. It's just tough to deal with as opposed to if you have to play them nine times and then Sporting KC you know who who are the powerhouses that they're going to play? The Red Bulls. They play the, you know that's pretty much the only other other true you know quote unquote powerhouse in the East. So I think you know Portland could sweep it, but I'll give them MLS Cup, and I'm sure Caleb Porter would be happy with it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's I, th- I think he would too. All right, Ivis. Well, that's our uh, prediction. Um, if anyone wants to offer your own predictions, put them in the comments because you know what? Come December, we can look back and see if I was right, which I'm probably more right than Ivis, or you could see if Ivis is right or. You're you in the comments, so please put 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 your hey, predictions hey, in the comments below hey, the show. You know what? I'm gonna do something a little different here. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a contest. Oh, really? So what I want to what I'm gonna offer is if I want I want our listeners to get, submit their picks for the, the for all the, for all the categories that we just said, and and that's uh, MVP, Golden Boot, uh, new, newcomer, defender goalkeeper rookie and uh well we, there is no most improved so we can't really uh we can't really uh give that but um so that's what six six awards yeah so i, six, I sorry yeah. my math's not that good as we all know so i, I, I can't okay count. well let's just say so we'll say those awards plus supporter shield and mls uh cup champion so we want your picks for all of those now you put them in the comment section and make sure you include your email. The e- your email won't show on the site, but just you know, in, in, when you fill out the email section, we'll be able to see it. So you give us those picks. The, the, whoever has the best picks, we'll, we'll give you a prize. We'll give you we'll give you a prize. And what we'll do for a tiebreaker is we want you to tell us who you think is going to be the most improved player. And if there is a tie, the tiebreaker will be that category, and then we'll pick the winner based on who we think had the better, most improved player pick. There you go. I, I like that. That's good. Also, if you're looking for prizes, you should join the SBI Fantasy League to compete against Ivis, myself, and everyone else. I, I think by last count, Ivis, I mean, I think almost you're approaching 1,000 people have signed up for the league. Is it, Am I right on that? <laughs> we, actually, uh, we actually had we had more than 900 um, maybe like two hours after we put it up. But to be fair, like I did the whole – I did the renew league function, which brought everyone back from last year. So it just gave us – it might have given us eight 900 right off the bat. I haven't looked again to see how many it is, but um, we're going to have a big league. I mean that's – and it's funny because, you know, I've been putting it off. I've been wanting to start the – I've been wanting to launch the league for like a week. But every time I would – in order to start a league, you have to build your team first. And I know I could have just thrown an auto build uh, or whatever the auto fill function on it. But I kept trying to build my entire team. And then, and so I'd start to do it, but you know, as you know, I have ADD. I'm doing a million things, I'm juggling a million things, and then I'd never finish it. And then when I'd go back to finish it, the site would restart me all over. And I swear, I did that like six, seven times. It was unbelievable. I kept having to build a team. So I finally did it today. We put it out there, and now we have a humongous league. I've been thinking all day of what my team name's going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm having a difficult time. I'm, try, I'm trying to be clever, but I mean, unfortunately, my last <laughs> name does not give indication that I am clever league, so I'm, I'm struggling right now. <laughs> that, 
That's a that's a that's a fun name. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I thought so we too. Have to think of, we have to, we have to think we have to think of some for you. Yeah, if everyone's looking for the code for <laughs> week, just go to soccer Alexi, by here, here we go. Oh, what's Alexi's what love childs? Alexi's love children. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know what? That will be it. I was gonna do Kellen row your boat. That's what I was gonna do. I thought that was pretty clever. Or you get, or I was gonna put you have Ziggy Schmidt on your face. I thought that was pretty funny. I was also uh, I, was, I have an inappropriate name, but apparently. Uh, if you have an inappropriate name, you're gonna get kicked out. The name was gonna be sixty-eight. I owe you one. I thought that was gonna be pretty funny. Uh, that's weak. I don't know how inappropriate that is, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, my yeah, my team name's pretty simple. It's uh, SBI Soccer United. <laughs> it's Bo- bland. United boring. What do you want me to put? Spe- FC. Speaking of boring <laughs> things, to the person who listens to the show and just gave us the most recent review, Ivis, they backed me up. They said that Red Dawn also sucked. So. Thank you, Portland Timbers fan. Uh, <laughs> See, people know. People know I'm that sure, Red Dawn's sure, a horrible I'm movie. Sure, I'm sure he's 17 years old. No, he said he was born in the 70s, man. That's mm-hmm. what he. That's what he wrote in there. I'm, hey, I'm saying. Hey, I'm everything. I'm on not the, saying, everything listen, on the internet is true. I'm taking. I'm taking the guy's word for it. Hey, not look. Oh, fair enough. Not everyone's gonna. Not everyone loves Red Dawn, the original Red Dawn. Red Dawn, but I tell you what, for me, uh, it, it was just. It was just from in my childhood when I watched that movie. I just had so many emotions because it's like America. We are gonna f- beat the Russians, and it's funny because now with all the stuff going on in Ukraine and and Vladimir Putin just acting a fool, it's kind of like it's kind of timely. It's kind of timely. I would tell anyone who hasn't seen, who hasn't watched Red Dawn, watch it. And here's the thing, right? Looking at it now, yeah. however many years, it's like 25 years ago, right? It's an old movie. It's a pretty cheesy movie it's, if you watch see, it now. See, that's the thing. Right? It's really cheesy. But that's the thing. Like, it's camp because, like, yeah, if you look at any of these older movies, 25 years later, they just don't stack up because you don't have the CGI. You don't have a, the special effects. So you're going so to see it for how cheesy it is. But you know what? And the bad acting and whatever it is. But <laughs> it's just it, – it, you just have to kind of suspend – uh, suspend uh, belief, suspend what is it? Suspend reality and there just kind of buy in. Just buy in, get your popcorn, maybe have a drink or two, and just buy into it. Just buy. In. I mean, so many and in the actors in it. I mean, it's like young Patrick Swayze, young C. Thomas Howell, Harry Dean Stanton's in it. Uh, it it's it's a classic. From I'm sorry, for me it's a classic. Now I'm not saying I watch it all the time, but if it's on, I'll I'll, I'll there's certain scenes that for me I just I gotta watch. Who 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 are the final two actors you said? Oh jeez. Uh you know you know yeah, you okay. don't know you don't ha- you don't know from movies. You don't know from actors. Who are you talking about? Harry, I told Harry, you I grew up in a household where I'd be watching TV and my dad would come home and be like put on AMC and whatever was on AMC I'd, I'd have to watch. I get, listen. I grew up with Harry, black and white like World War 2 like Kelly's Heroes, The Dirty Dozen, <laughs> The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, you know, Where Eagles Dare, Bridge in the River Kwai, like classic movies, you know? Good and bad and the ugly wasn't black and white. No, it's not. But you know what I mean. I, actually, the way, the <laughs> way know, you felt, the way you felt about Red Dawn, that's how I felt about Air Force One. You know, the part where Harrison Ford kicks off Gary Oldman. He's like, get off my plane. I was like, it's like, yeah, USA. That's how I felt. That's like Harrison Ford's 35th best movie. Are you kidding me? But that, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Air Force There's so many better movies from Harrison Ford than that. I okay, mean, all the on. Star even, Wars, even in Indiana that, Jones, Blade oh, Runner. Clear and, clear and Present Danger, Indiana Jones. There's so many good not, ones. Not, but the anyway. new, not the new crap Indiana Jones, the original ones. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. Course. Not um, the one with Shia LeBeouf or whatever his name is. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, what are we even talking about? Uh, we're, we're, we're turning totally to movie. We're turning to movie critics. If anyone hasn't realized, Ivis and I will be turning the SBI show into a movie critic show. So we're just we're just kind of pre-warning everyone on the show. I, we're, we're oh, ready. that's right. You did. Oh, you never heard of Harry Dean Stan? Yeah, that's right. Who? Uh, all right, Ivis. Um, Google <laughs> Google Harry Dean Stan. There's no way you haven't seen him in movies before. He's a he's a he's a he's not not a star, but he's someone. He's like he's been in movies. If you pay attention to movies, you you will recognize. I'm him. looking him up right now. You, uh, there's no way you don't recognize him. His face is like he's been in so oh, many he was movies. In, oh, he oh he was in Kelly's Heroes. He played the crazy guy in Kelly's Heroes. I know exactly who it is. There you go. Yeah, he's actually, a, you know what movie a... I watched today that was excellent? Airplane. That movie is so great. Yeah, I know what scene you like in Airplane. <laughs> the whole <laughs> no, the, my favorite part actually, my favorite part of the whole movie is the one with, scene with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. All right, all right, we're we're, we're BSing too much. All right, I just, oh wait to, a minute, wait a minute. Well, no, 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 no. The best scene in the airplane is, do you speak jive? Oh, yes, <laughs> the whole yes, jive yes. thing. That is, you know, now that, we've, now that we've lost all our audience that's younger than thirty. No, come on. I feel like I feel like everyone had. Okay, we're rambling. Uh, Ivis, we need to preview the upcoming season uh, quickly before we get into all the games. Your road trip. Well, what's the, what's the game plan for your road trip? Well, I fly uh, Friday morning. Actually, I fly in five hours, uh, flying to Seattle. Get to Seattle. Uh, hopefully, attend training and uh, do some interviews. Meet up with the SBI writers in town. Uh, actually, I'm going to be looking for somewhere to go set a uh, uh, Friday night. I, I know they're going to be sporting Kansas City fans in town. I'm sure they're going to be Sounders fans uh, congregating somewhere. So, hopefully, I'll find somewhere to hang out. Maybe meet some SBI readers. Uh, once I get a lock on a place to hang out on Friday, I'll put the word out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of do an impromptu meetup. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that can work out. Uh, I love Seattle. Seattle's a great city. Uh, I wish I could spend more time there. Um, but no, it'll be good. I go there, and then Saturday, off to CenturyLink Field for a noon Western time kickoff, and then the game ends. I'll do my interviews, and I will hop in the car, head on south to Portland and uh, I'll be taking I'll be taking in the Timbers Philadelphia Union match so I mean that's a, I mean come on let's be honest that's a dream day right there Central Link Field and what is now Providence Park in the same day I mean come on you can't do better than that, that sounds so pretty good. yeah so I'll be t- I'll be watching that and then I'll be hanging out in Portland for a couple days uh, I'll just be you know doing my writing recapping the weekend and all that and then I'm off to LA 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 and I'll be in Los Angeles for the Galaxy Club Tijuana, Conga Camp Champions League tilt on Wednesday. And that's going to be a that, – tell you what, man, that's going to be a barn burner. Those those two teams battling for the hearts and minds of Southern California. I think it's going to be a great one. All right, well, let's preview the weekend. The first game you mentioned that you're going to, Seattle, Sporting, Kansas City. I'm looking forward to this. As we said uh, in the Eastern Conference preview, Sporting, Kansas City brings 10 out of their 11 starters back from last year. Seattle totally revamped defense. Not totally, but but a little revamped. Uh, looks like Clint Dempsey won't be playing. I mean, he won't be starting this game. He'll be on the bench. Looks like Lamar Nagel will be getting the start in this one. Uh, but Seattle at home, man, I, I think they're going to fall to the defending champions. What do you think? I think that's a, uh, you know, I think that's a fair prediction just because, you know, Seattle is a new, you know, they, they've got a lot of new pieces. Uh, the home advantage is big there. I tell you what, I've been there. I've been there for a few games. I'm trying to think how many games I've seen there. I've seen at least three games there. I've never seen the, I've never seen Seattle lose there. So I, I think Seattle's won big every time I've gone there. So who knows? Maybe I'm their good luck charm or it's just a great place for them. The home field. I mean, the home 
field and the environment there is unbelievable. So, but Sporting Kansas, Kansas City is not going to be phased by that. I think their experience, uh, the familiarity that they have, mm-hmm. is going to give them the edge. Now, if these teams play four, a couple months from now, yeah. it'll be different. But I think right now, coming into this game, I'm going to give Sporting Kansas City the edge, and I'll go. I'll say one zero Kansas City. Uh, the other game that you're going to Portland, Philadelphia. I'm really looking forward to see what Philadelphia is going to do. Uh, I'm going to call it upset alert. Philadelphia. Well, I don't know what's going upset alert, but Philadelphia will go in there and they will walk away with a draw, a one-one draw. That's my prediction. That's not bad. Now again, this is kind of buying uh, tying into the same thing. It's you know Philadelphia, a lot of new pieces. Uh, they they haven't they haven't uh, been together. Uh, they haven't played together yet. And, and also a thing to consider that even with the players that they have. Philadelphia is not a good road team. They weren't a good road team last year. I don't think they're going to suddenly become a good road team playing in the like you know one of the toughest places to play in the league. Uh, I don't think Portland lost a match at home last year, actually. So I think Port- I tell you, I- I'm going to have to go with Portland. Well, they're due. Portland's- they're clearly due for a loss. Uh, yeah, right, right. Well, hey, they're undefeated when I'm when I go there. So, um, but and I've been there a lot, as you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> with my second, second family. Yeah. Second family man. I mean, I, I like that. It just shows how dedicated you are. I like that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. No, but no. Portland is so is so strong. Uh, they have so much of their team back. Um, all the key pieces are back, and now they've added upgrades at the at the positions they. Uh, most of the positions they needed upgrades. So I, I'm going to go Portland. I'll say two zero Timbers. Uh, another good game, also on the West Coast. Yeah, are you are you making predictions? Oh, I you would you say one one? I just said one one. Another good game I, on the West Coast because we all know that the West Coast is the best coast. Uh, L.A. at home taking on Real Salt Lake. Um, I'm going to say L.A. defeats the Claret and Colbo two to zero. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, Real Salt Lake has some injuries. Uh, Chris Schuler is questionable for this one. Robbie Finley's out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, man. I've actually been. Uh, the past two years, I've been in LA for LA Real Salt Lake games. It's kind of funny the way that's worked out. Um, I've yeah, I was there for the playoffs last year, um, and then the year before that, I was at the, I was actually at the game where David Beckham and Jason Christ had their shout off at halftime or after a game, and it, it was hilarious. If you do, if you haven't seen it, Google it. Just do like Jason Christ, David Beckham, and then Google it, and I'm sure you'll find the video. Uh, great, great moment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. I'm going to have to go LA. LA stacked. LA's at home. Uh, Salt Lake's missing some guys, and uh, I think that I mean, they're going to miss Schuler quite a bit because uh, hey, Schuler was a beast. Schuler against LA last year was an absolute beast, yes. and without him there, they're going to miss him. I'm going to go three-one uh, LA. Uh, I like that. That's a good one. Um, Ivis, uh, another another good game. Houston hosting the New England Revolution. Uh, I say Revolution go in there and defeat Houston one to zero. Yeah, that's fair, but you know what? I'm sorry, Houston at home. I think they're tough. Uh, New England, New England's good, man. New England's good, no doubt about it. But you know what? Home teams in MLS, you know, you get that edge. Houston at home's tough. Um, I'm gonna go Houston. I'm gonna go Houston one zero. Um, in in another game, what Ivis and I do, if I was listening, we, we we always talk five games. But since this is the opening weekend, we're we're going to talk in depth about five games. So we'll give predictions for the other teams uh, throughout the season. We'll we'll kind of do the same thing. So so another uh, game, Vancouver Ivis hosting New York Red Bulls. Another game on the West Coast. I say Vancouver, man. I, I say they I say they defeat New York three to zero. I say they come out of the gates. Oh my God. 
Really? Yeah, that's they come a, out of the gate strong. Watch. That's a bit strong. Now, well, here's the thing, right? I, I actually like Vancouver in this game. Uh, by by by, uh, based on some of the reports that co- that are coming out uh, or that have come out, Mike Petke may not play some guys in this opener, including Terry Henry. Now, if he doesn't have Terry Henry, uh, I don't think they'll win, right? So, I mean, if they're missing him and they're missing a couple of other starters, uh, you know, and I can understand it, you know, if if they're concerned about playing on turf, they're going to limit Henry's games on turf. Maybe Olave's because Olave's got some, you know, he's got some knee issues as well. You're not going to win. You're not going to win many road games without those guys. So, you know, I know Vancouver's made some nice additions. I'm going to go with the draw in this one. I think I'm going to go with, uh, ah, you know what? If they don't have Henri, it's going to be tough. I will say 2 1. I will say, you know what? I'll agree. Vancouver wins, but I'll say 2 1. 3 0 is a little strong. Boring. Uh, quickly, I have some other games. DC. Uh, taking on Columbus at home, I'll, I'll take DC in this one. Uh, actually, I'll say a draw. I'll say two to two draw, two to two draw this one. Mm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with a zero zero draw. How about that? <laughs> Boring. Uh, Dallas hosting Montreal. I, I say Dallas defeats Montreal two zero in this one, and, and it, it it just begins the uh, the downward spiral for the Montreal Impact's 2014 season. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-0 Dallas. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Chivas USA hosting Chicago. I, I say Chivas USA starts off the season with a 1-0 win. I like that pick. I like that pick. Mm, uh, ooh, let's see. Chicago. I mean, the Fire know. did win the Desert Diamond Cup, so, I mean, you have to give them that <laughs> edge. Uh, those, Yeah, it's a nice ashtray. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Mm. I can't call it. I can't. I, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Chivas. Uh, yeah, you know what? I have no idea. I I'll go fire. I'll go fire on the road. Upset. Uh, one zero fire. I like that pick. Well, those are all the games for the weekend. Uh, Ivis, as we mentioned again, everyone, please make sure you join the SBI Fantasy League. Go to the website soccerbyivis.net. Uh, click one of the links on the right. The code is right there for the league to join. Uh, and compete against Ivis and I in the best for ultimate supremacy. Ivis, as, as we wrap up the final SBI show prediction show, is there anything that we failed to discuss on today's show or, or anything that we need to discuss before the season starts? Because, I mean, we, we can't go back. We, we, we got to talk about well, it now. No, no, we picked it. We, we did everything. But talking about the fantasy league, uh, just a, just a note that, that I don't think I mentioned earlier, we are we are going to have uh, we are going to have um, prizes. Uh, that's the plan. I'm going to try to I'm going to get get some prizes together for the teams that the top five teams that finish in the league. However, in order to qualify for one of those prizes, you must submit your team name, uh, your your home where you where you're from, where you live, and uh, your favorite team. In our comments, in the comment section of our F- SBI Fantasy League post that's on SBI. So uh, it's bare. We, you know, we've got we had a ton of content on SBI on Thursday. So it, you might have a little tough time finding it. Just go into our menu set in, in the if, in the menu on SBI. Just look up fantasy. Click on fantasy soccer and and uh, and you'll find it very easily. So if you wanna if you want a shot at those contests. You need to fill that stuff out. And for those wondering why we have to do all that, why we got through hoops, the main reason is I, I ideally I'd, I want the league, the SBI Fantasy League, to be a league for people who read SBI. And what you have now 
with the fantasy, uh, with the whole fantasy thing, is people who are joining a hundred leagues. They just any league. They just it's it's way too easy to just join leagues, right? So you have like this this mass mob of people joining all leagues. It's like it's like the Walkers and the Walking Dead that you're just kind of like this big clump of people joining all the leagues. I mean, you know what? If I as a suggestion to the people running the fantasy uh, game, I would say you guys should work it out and limit everybody to say five leagues. I think five leagues is enough. Because it's ridiculous. You pay attention to more than one league. I mean, how do people have? Well, no, because it's the way it works is you just say it's just your one team. Your same team is is in all these leagues, so. But I just think it's stupid to be because people. It's flat out people are doing it. People are joining tons of leagues, and I just think it's ridiculous. So I, I'm having a I, difficult time putting my team together right now. Some guys are way too much, way too much value. Yeah, yeah you just gotta you gotta learn how to ma- manage your budget. I tell you what, one thing we should talk about before we go. Sorry to keep you up, and for those who are wondering, it's three thirty five a.m. Eastern right now on Thursday evening. It's 1.35 a.m. Eastern in uh, Arizona, and Garrett Cleverly may have a heart attack. He may pass out. So yeah, if you it's past you, my bedtime. We got to give him some props for, for gutting it out. Um, don't, you know, it's, I don't get props because I'm, I'm a vampire. I don't sleep. I'm not going to sleep. No sleep till Seattle. Um, but one thing I did no, want to discuss. I thought it was no sleep till Brooklyn. Well, for this you, you know, case. The problem, you know what the problem with this show is? We don't have enough what? Beastie Boys on this show. The out, the out song for today's show is going to be the Beastie Boys. I'm just letting everyone know right now. But go ahead with your point, Ivis. You know that they will have already heard the song when they get to this part of the show. That's also true. <laughs> All right. Everyone will get a laugh out of that. Yeah. Um, when, but anyway, uh, one point, one final point. Mm. Uh, and I'm not even I'm not even going to name outlet, media outlets. I'm not going to even talk about specifics. What I will say is this. Listen, if you're an MLS fan, mm-hmm. you cannot get caught up in trolling. By people who want to bash MLS. I'm not going to get into specifics of why I'm making that comment. I'm sure people can figure it out. But we've seen it for years now. I've seen it for years. I have read a million articles bashing MLS, right? And look, MLS has its flaws. MLS has its issues. I actually went into detail about some of the issues in my MLS season preview column for Gold.com, which is dropping Friday morning. Go check that out when you get a chance. But once again, there was another one of these like trolling masterpieces. And I'll tell you what, folks, not everybody has to like MLS. Not everyone has to be a fan. Not everyone has to like the league or think the league's good. If you don't like MLS, it's your right. You're entitled. If you hate it, if you think it's terrible, if you think the players suck, the team suck, the quality of soccer sucks, it's not Barcelona, it's not Real Madrid, it's not the Premier League, that's your opinion. You're entitled. You're entitled to enjoy what you want to enjoy. But... What gets me is people who seem to go out of their way to want to like bash things that they quote unquote don't care about. And it's like, you don't care about it. Don't talk about it. Just go off. Do, you know, watch your thing, root for your thing, support your thing, care about your thing. It's like, it's so, it's, it's hilarious to me because you know what? What's funny is these pieces that, that get MLS fans so upset, so riled up, they get tons of traffic from the very people that are getting offended by it. And it's oh, like no. you're by, you're falling into the trap, folks. That's what they want. That's what people want in all these instances is to is to generate traffic. Because you know what? Like if you if it if it's a casual sports website, I mean or or, or, or mainstream sports website, okay, you know, they're not writing that piece for the NFL fan because the NFL fan is not going to bother with that. But they know trolling MLS 
fans and trolling the league and ripping the league to shreds is guaranteed page views because MLS fans go to it, run up the numbers, they pass it along to everybody. Look what this guy wrote. Look at look at the just drive by on MLS, and it's like, folks, you're buying into the whole thing. You're but you're falling into the trap. And and so you know there was a piece that came out today. I'm not gonna say where it was. I'm not gonna just. I'm not gonna feed into it. I'm sure everyone's gonna go look for it now, uh, if they haven't seen it already. And you know what? It is what it is, folks. It's trolling. There, not to say there's no there's no truth in it. Like there's no essence of truth in some of the points that were made. Obviously, it was over the top. Yeah, you know a lot, a lot of stuff written for effect. Uh, a lot of lot of holes in the, in the logic in, in the piece. It wasn't a great piece. I mean, I've, I've for the dozens of, of of MLS trashing MLS pieces that I've read, it's pretty low on the list in terms of quality, right? I mean, I've seen some pretty decent ones actually through the years. But listen, folks, don't get caught up in it. It is what it is. Not everyone loves MLS. There's a lot of people who hate MLS. There's uh, a lot of people who just, you know, they 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 don't rate it. They love you. They love European soccer. They're into European soccer. European soccer is great. The quality is better in the top leagues in Europe than MLS. No question about that. You can't argue that. Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A. It's better. The quality is better. The, 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 there's so much more money in it. It is what it is. That's the better league. But doesn't mean MLS doesn't have quality. Doesn't mean MLS. Uh, doesn't have it doesn't have some redeeming qualities to it and isn't worth watching. And if you don't agree and if you don't like it, that's fine. You you can watch whatever you want. But when we get into this whole thing where people are like, "Oh, MLS terrible," it's like, okay, fine, keep that to yourself, buddy, because because uh, you're just being a troll. Uh, I didn't even read it. I saw I I it, it was too long for me. I gave up. <laughs> I read, you can read I, it. I read, you... I read the I read the. Uh... The uh, the title and I was like, ugh, next. It, yeah, no, it's it. You know, it is what it is. There, there's an entire and, and that's the thing. Like, I, and I know, you know, there's the concept of the Euro snob, right? That that word that I know a lot of people get offended about, especially people who are fans of European soccer who don't like MLS. Like, you, there's nothing wrong with that, folks. Like, you are you're there's nothing wrong with you if you like European soccer and don't like MLS. That's totally you're right. You're totally entitled to that. But I think what if there is a such thing as a Euro snob, a Euro snob is someone who watches, who prefers European soccer, but also goes out of their way to bash and rip and go after MLS and 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 just throw throw all sorts of crap at MLS. That's just that's my thing. You know, you, the analogy that I'll give you is this, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're a music fan, right? Uh, you're, you're a rock and roll fan, as hypothetically, right? And 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 you are a fan of uh, name. Are you a, you like in rock, you like rock music? Mm, no, not really. Okay, is an example, right? I like pop let's music. Say, you know, like Katy, let's say, can you, you give me like a Katy Perry? No, example? no, no, no. That's this. No, here we go. I'll give you the analogy. So, like, say you two. Uh, like, let's say you you, you love you two, right? You two is like one of the best bands in the world, right? Apparently, I'm not you two fan. I'm, I'm not a U2 but, fan either. But they're they're like they're huge, right? They have a lot. Of, they have a big following. Now, if you're a big, huge U2 fan, you'll go to their concerts. You'll you'll watch their you'll you'll buy their music. Mm-hmm. You 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 you're a fan. You love what they do. They're they're the best at it in the world, or one of the best at it in the world. That's fine. You do all that. But would you go? Would you then also like go to like your neighborhood like bar and club where 
some like local rock band is playing, would you go there and say, you know what, guys, you suck. You're not as good as you two. You should just not even bother being musicians. Like, would you do that? Or would you would you go and tell all the people in the bar appreciating that band, watching that band, what's wrong with you people? This band sucks. You should go buy your you, you should go listen to you too. You should go listen to uh Bon Jovi or or you know, it, 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 like that's that's what gets me. It's like you can love European soccer. It's made it's great. Ronaldo Messi, it's all you know, Arsenal, Man City, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Pep Guardiola. Mourinho, we all love that stuff. If you're a, if you're a soccer fan, how do you not love that? It's the best soccer in the world. We love it. It's amazing. You can love that without just crushing MLS, crushing MLS, nitpicking every little thing about MLS. MLS has its flaws. MLS needs to get better. Absolutely. But come on, folks. The trolling, give it a break. This public service announcement has been brought to you by <laughs> Ivis Galarsib of SoccerByIvis.net. There it is. <laughs> I, I'll, put, I'll put this soapbox away. I'll put this soapbox away. There you go. And I'll tell you what, once again, my MLS season preview column, it will be around. It will drop on Friday morning. I suggest you read it because you know what? I think I lay out some good stuff and some bad stuff about the league, some things the league needs to improve on heading into season 19. Uh, but you know what? I'm excited for it because I'm excited for the start of the league, as is Garrett, as are a lot of people in this country, folks. Yeah, man, I'm, a jazzed, lot of for this, this I'm jazzed for this upcoming season. It's going to be a good one. Your uh, your preview, man, it, it speaks the truth. I, I will let everyone know that. It speaks the truth. And this year, man, it's going to be fun, man. Major League Soccer just it keeps improving every single year. And you look at the players that are brought in this offseason. And I don't want to look ahead, but, I mean, things keep improving. And, and, and look, I... We saw one of the tightest, tightest, excuse me, playoff races last year, Ivis, and and I think we'll see it again this year. And I think the league from top to bottom is far more competitive this year than it was last year. Oh, without a doubt, I think teams are getting better. I think the talent level, player wise, is getting better. I have my questions about the coaching ranks uh, as I address in my column, but I tell you what, there are some teams that are are, are really good. Some teams that are, I think are going to play some great soccer. I think Portland's going to play great. I think LA is going to be great. I think KC obviously is going to be great again. Uh, Real Salt Lake, you know, we know they they play quality soccer. Terry Henry cannot stop talking about the quality of soccer Real Salt Lake plays. Terry Henry is the biggest Real Salt Lake fan there is outside of Utah. I think that's pretty fair to say. And Terry Henry knows a little bit about soccer, right? So it, there's quality in the league. It, it, there's reasons to get excited about the league if you're a fan. And the action starts in 24 hours. Less than 24 hours, depending on when Actually, you no. Show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, you, or, you could be listening, or you could be listening to the show. So the season could be starting in, I don't know, five minutes. You could be you could be listening to my voice right now before, this, before the Seattle Sporting Kansas City game. Why you do that to yourself? I don't know why, but you could be doing that. <laughs> okay, folks. Garrett is officially delirious right now. It's 1.45 a.m. in Arizona. He's losing his mind. I know. My mom tucked, <laughs> my mom tucked me into bed like three hours ago. I had, to, I had to sneak out of bed to do this show, so I don't want to get caught. Yeah, so. he's, he, he's, trying to, he's hanging with the big boys because, as, as many of you know, I keep the craziest hours in the biz. And uh, it's my it's my mission to get Garrett on that level, so he, where he's grinding all hours, all hours of the day. Dude, you just get me a, a job in New York, you know, doing this show full time. I mean, I'll stay up twenty four hours a day if you want me to. We're getting we're getting there, man. We're we're, we're, ma- we're making. Hey, we had, this is our fourth fill this week. We're uh, you know we're 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 putting it out, man. We're putting the work out, yeah, and uh, hopefully hopefully everybody appreciates it. We're uh, we're doing it for you. We're 
We're up at 4 a.m. in the morning putting out a show, and we appreciate everybody who supports us. Yes, we, we do that too. So, all right, Ivis, I'm going to let you go because you, you got to, I'm sure, do some last-minute packing before you catch the fight. So uh, have a safe trip out to uh, Seattle and uh, have a good time out there, all right? Thanks, man. And as always, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Please join the SBI Fantasy League and please get, uh, provide your uh, season prediction in the comments below this show, too, to win a fabulous prize. Uh, Ivis and I will be back again recapping week one of the 2014 Major League Soccer season. Thank you for listening. This is the SBI Show.